What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. We are back. We are back at it again. Today, we're going to talk some Shohei Otani. So, we know who the man is, obviously. What's the deal with him today? Well, it's the fact that his name has come up in, I don't want to say rumors, but, I mean, extension talks, basically. What are the Angels going to do? Are they going to extend Are they going to extend him? Are they going to just ride it out with this arbitration structure and then let him hit free agency when he does? What can Shohei Otani expect to receive in an extension now? What can he expect to receive if he were to wait till free agency? So he's coming off an MVP winning season. Obviously, the kind of showing that Angels fans dreamed of when he signed with them. I mean, we... we thought that this guy would be a good two-way player, but not many of us anticipated him breaking records like he did in 2021. So as of now, it's still widely expected that the Angels are going to try to work out a long-term deal with him, but those discussions didn't get underway prior to the lockout that we're currently in. Even though he won the MVP, his representatives say that they've had no talks yet with the Angels regarding an extension. And if you go to last October, Otani was, he expressed openness to a long-term deal. He didn't go into any detail regarding his chances of eventually signing an extension. But reading between the lines from comments I've heard from Otani before, it sounds like he's someone who really wants to win, and he values that. I know that he was not happy with how the Angels handled the trade deadline this year, and he felt like they should have gone out and gotten some more impact players to help them win in 2021. He definitely wants to win. So that's going to be on his mind. And he's not going to, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I don't think he's going to give them a pass. He's going to want to see actionable steps that they're making to actually try to be winners if he wants to stick around. Because obviously there are going to be many, 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 many teams interested in his services and will pay him whatever he needs to be satisfied. And I will say, though, yes, Otani does have some leverage there because his skill set is so unique and it's it's not replaceable. That's what will drive up his price. But at the same time, he needs to go out and prove that he can do it again. I don't want to say, you know, like he's not a one-year wonder. He's not going to be a one-year wonder. He's been around for a few years already. He's been doing this, but he needs to prove that what he's doing is at least somewhat sustainable because if you hit the open market, teams that are going to give you a contract want to know what they're buying. They want to know what they're paying for. Are we paying for a legitimate full-season two-way player or are we paying for someone who might not always be a full-time two-way player? Maybe he might become a reliever on the mound in addition to his DH rather than a starting pitcher or something like that. So that's what teams need to find out. How sustainable is this for Shohei Otani? Is this just something that he's going to be able to do for the first couple years and then, you know, kind of settle into a more traditional role? I think that's a very legitimate question we have to ask. And that's something I've personally wondered because it's like this is so unprecedented. I mean, we we haven't seen this in, in the modern day. And for someone to be able to do that for more than, you know, 
maybe three or four years? Is that is that possible? Can can he do this for you know a fourth, fifth year? I don't know. We'll see. So Otani signed a two-year contract last February that guaranteed him a total of eight and a half million dollars to avoid arbitration through 2022. So he's gonna make five and a half million dollars this year, and then he's gonna go through arbitration one final time before he reaches free agency two seasons from now. So he he would be entering his age 29 season when he hits the open market. And that's relatively young for a free agent. So that would set him up for a mega deal. Definitely set him up for a mega deal if he stays healthy and continues to perform at an elite level. I mean, even if you just have Otani the DH, right? You're you're talking about someone who's who's gonna get a lot of money because that's that's you know 40 plus bombs or whatever, a lot of home runs. And Otani the pitcher, same thing. If you, you split him up into two, you do the combination of the of those two, and now now we're we're talking silly numbers. But Otani's twenty seven. Let's see what he can do again, and we'll see how how sustainable that is. But talking about the financial expectations, it's it's tough to predict because there are no contractual precedence for a player with his skill set obviously um we haven't seen this before so i think you would have to look at it in terms of like how much are you going to pay him per year i mean right now um you know the, the top players in the league make in the mid 30s right you know you're talking like like a mookie bats mike trout you know guys like that those, those guys are making 30 35 36 37 million dollars a year and their their players making even more obviously max scherz is making 40 40 something right now you know trevor bauer like 40 whatever otani w- would definitely command an aav i would say around that that mid 30s range probably that 35 he'd be looking for that that 35 million dollar range um and it's 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 a good chunk of money but i think that's what he would be looking for and then let's say you know and then after that you it's depending how many years you can give him a deal for, but if he's 29 in free agency, let's say he puts up good numbers. Okay, you're gonna give him a, a six-year deal for 35 million a year. All of a sudden, you're looking at what is that? Six years to 10. That's a pretty hefty, pretty hefty contract. But I mean, that's what he would command in my estimation, in my very my very um, rudimentary estimation right now. I am not an agent, but I'm just spitballing here and showing you guys my thought process as to what we could possibly be looking at. So the Angels have a lot of financial commitments on the books already. They have two long-term investments. Obviously, Mike Trout is one, and the second is Anthony Rendon. Um, that's what the, they have to deal with, but you have to spend money if you want to win. But if you lock up Otani as well, make sure you're getting pitching to complement him in the rotation because your lineup is going to be set if healthy, and then you just need pitching to kind of tie things together. So that's where we stand right now. With Otani, there just really isn't a precedent, but I would say keep an eye on him this year. Can he do it again? Maybe not the exact same number, but what I'm looking for is for him to put together a complete season a healthy season from start to finish or healthy for the most part and have, you know, what, 80 
to yeah 85 percent of the production that he put up in 2021 then i'd be like wow okay this guy is doing it yet again i'm 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 confident that this is a sustainable skill set at least for his prime for the duration of his prime so that's what i want to see in 2022 he'll get his money either way and whether or not that's with the angels that's that's going to be tough well you know we'll have to see they're gonna have to they're gonna have to show him that they're committed to winning but time will tell so that's what we have for today that's gonna do it if you enjoyed this please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection